the most negative concept is uh, positive in the 2020. I hope 2021 go beyond negative or positive neutrality. It has given a huge experience to China. I think now China is really um, somehow well prepared against any uh, potential threat that might come from this pandemic. China has done, frankly, has done a great job of controlling the, the virus. Now their focus can be on other things. Stability and pretty good growth is what I'm predicting for China in 2021. I don't think anywhere else in the world can I make that prediction for. Hi, my name is Jessica Luo and I am from the United States. I have my MBA in international marketing and business and I currently work for a winery out of California, Santa Maria. Hi, I'm David Blair. I'm an American. I've lived in China for about five years. Uh, right now, I am a vice president of the Center for China and Globalization. Happy New Year. Uh, this is Wang Yiwei from Renmin University of China. I'm the Yamlin Chair Professor at the uh, European Studies, International Relations, Public Diplomacy, and the Bell Road Initiative. I'm Donatien Yonzima. I'm from Rwanda. I live here in Beijing since 2016. I'm a PhD candidate at Communication University of China. Hi, I'm Miao, and I'm your host. For this episode, we are here at the Beijing Studios to talk about what will happen next in 2021. China might be the only major economy to achieve growth in 2020. David, is this true? And could you elaborate on this one? Yeah, it's true. It, yes, it's absolutely true. China's going to have positive growth. Uh, no other major economy is going to have positive growth. In 2021, a lot depends on the pandemic, but it's a recovery from a, yes. a very bad situation. So what are your predictions for the new year for Chinese economy? Chinese economy needs to reform. So growth will be slower, but as, they, as the government says, it should be higher quality growth. It should be aimed at forcing firms to upgrade their products and their production processes. That may be slower growth. It will also involve a lot of protection of the environment. But there are going to be a lot of headwinds, too. I, I, don't, I don't really think that much of the world is going to recover very fast even in 2021. So I suspect that sort of international sales from Chinese companies are probably still going to be highly challenged. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be forced toward to aim their products more to the domestic market. So in 2020, China unveiled the dual circulation strategy to cut its dependence on overseas markets and technology in its long-term development. So how do you think this strategy is going to change China and its relations with other countries? David? Dual circulation is something that was going to happen naturally anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, when China was a small economy, China was a very small economy year 2000 and its economy could be driven by overseas technology or overseas sales at that time. Now it's a very big economy and there's not enough demand in the world for, ex for Chinese exports so it's natural to shift toward, toward a emphasis on, on uh, domestic consumers. I think it's also important to spread that demand around the country. Mm -hmm. I, I've been, I've had the opportunity over the last year to travel to lots of parts of China, especially in the countryside, and I've been very impressed by uh, 
the entrepreneurial people in those villages. There, there's a, a program called Taobao Villages. There are more than 5,000 in the country where people make their business largely through e-commerce. E yes. And I visited one in South Hebei province, not two or 300 kilometers from here. One of the, they make fishing rods and they sell them online. And it's a business I would have never thought of doing, but there are many companies there that make fishing rods. And one of the entrepreneurs told me, in this village 10 years ago, nobody had a car. And now you see a lot of BMWs parked around the place. So that, that kind of real productivity is the essence of creating a sustainable dual circulation economy. David, it can't be just rich people in the cities. I have a follow-up question for you then. So you said China has a like, big enough market for itself. Should other countries be worried about China's relying on internal circulation then? Well, the policy is dual circulation. So they are making steps to open up further to foreign competition. Yeah. So there's been a lot of opening up. The problem is China's a highly competitive economy. So the foreign companies are going to have to compete. And many of them cannot find a successful business model here. Amazon and eBay tried to come into China. To they were totally out. unsuccessful because they're not used to operating in such a highly competitive environment. And they weren't able to localize their products. Um, Yue, would you like to add on a dual circulation strategy? First is uh, uh, China's economic growth will be more domestic consumer driven. Uh, we have uh, 400 million uh, middle class. By uh, 2035, we'll double, so be 800 million. So we need to import a lot of the wines from California and from <clears throat> so. And also, um, second is uh, we say more and more key uh, technologies innovate uh, from the Chinese market. Not just the market, uh, open the market, market access, and then uh, transfer from the foreign companies. So this make the global supply chain and more stable. And uh, so the pandemic crisis changed the globalization to globalization mm -hmm. or global regionalization. So Chinese uh, uh, people more uh, uh, emphasize quality, not just quantity of uh, living standard. And China uh, can more uh, hurry up to uh, push forward the digital Silk Road and the Silk Road for, uh, for green and for health. So EOA 2021 marks the centennial of the CPC and also the beginning of the 14th five-year plan. What does that mean to China and to the rest of the world, in your opinion? Uh, 14 five-year plan is very crucial uh, because China will cross so-called middle-income trap. Uh, so that's very meaningful for China. And of course, more pressure from China. Also, uh, China hurry up to catch up with US in the GDP Maybe 2028, according to the UK think tank, will be number one uh, GDP in the world. This definitely makes the US maybe some conservative very nervous about the transition of that, even though the per capita GDP China, for China is still maybe uh, one-fifth of the, of the US. Uh, I think most important the 14 uh, five-year plan is, uh, uh, as you mentioned, about the structural reform of the economic growth model, the China's growth model change. Uh, not from the trade, FDI-driven, it's more innovation and more service. This is very meaningful to the whole world. Thank you. Um, David, would you like to add more on that one? Well, I think the 14th five-year plan is a crucial five-year plan. Mm -hmm. it, it looks like it's a continuation of many of the policies that were started in the 13th five-year plan. And I think many of those were the kind of marketization and opening up and uh, 
pushing indigenous innovation that is necessary for China. I do want to see a further emphasis on distributing wealth and productivity around the country. You, you, the country cannot grow rich by having a few rich cities and poor countryside. There's, mm -hmm. been some, there's been a lot of transformation in the countryside, but there needs to be more. So I'd like to see an emphasis on particularly health and education in rural, in rural and small city areas, and more, more emphasis on getting real demand from people in those areas. I, as, I'm not saying that that hasn't been happening, but that trend should be continued and it should be pushed very strongly. From an international relations point of view, it's going to be a difficult 10 years because China is growing fast. The United States is not used to having a peer competitor in the world. And I don't know what kind of policies are likely to come because of that. I really hope that both sides can keep the situation calm and concentrate on what's really important. If you could make one prediction about China in 2021, what would that be? It has given a huge experience to China. I think now China is really um, somehow well prepared against any uh, potential threat that might come from this pandemic. We, I have been also seeing all around the city that people are really prepared. Whenever I take a DD taxi, they always give me the spray, the alcohol spray. They tell me to put on the mask whenever I forget. I think the government on its side might be prepared, but I'm sure that the people outside there are prepared. Whatever comes in 2021, Chinese people are prepared. I would have to say advancement and growth. I think because China has done, frankly, has done a great job of controlling the, the virus, now their focus can be on other things rather than simply controlling the virus, which I think now is a main focus of a lot of countries. Stability and pretty good growth is what I'm predicting for China in 2021. And, that, and that's important because I don't think anywhere else in the world can I make that prediction for, that there will be both stability and pretty good growth. Thank you. Last question. What are your New Year resolutions? David? I have two. One is everybody's New Year's resolution, to get in better physical shape over the year, exercise and eat like we should. Yeah. The other is to get closer to my family and spend time with them. Lose some weight, get in the gym, uh, you know, kind of lose that quarantine weight. I think my New Year's resolution is definitely to be with family more and focus on, on the important things instead of the small details. Try to find my soulmate. I hope I might find the second one. I have a guitar in my hostel. I keep looking at it and I think I need to learn and be able to play my guitar. The most negative concept is uh, positive in the 2020. I hope 2021 go beyond the negative or positive, neutrality. A neutrality, carbon emission, neutrality of our life, back to the normal. Thank you, guys, and we wish you a very happy new year. Thank you. Thank you. Happy new year. What will China look like in 2021? The biggest economy in the world. See more foreigners in China. We need a crystal ball to look into. What's your new year resolution? Just happiness. Oh, learn uh, Chinese. Stay healthy. Would you like to add anything else? Be ready to face new 
things and good things, yes. Pandemics, it makes us united, not different. I wish all the best for everyone, really.